When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This hat is absolutely killing me. <laughs> I think it's it's not even the, the the fact that it's a Vegas Dave hat. It's the flat brim, and you look like you look like a dude who works at a skateboard shop. <laughs> like you're the like 38 year old who still works at Zoomy skateboards, and like the kids come in and you, uh, are still very hip in it. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say we should just act like. Act like I'm like don't even notice it the whole episode. <laughs> I could, I could. It, it actually seems like it's kind of a high quality hat. You think so, huh? Is it? No, it's all right. I guess. Yeah. What What does it look like? I mean, you got to have the. Like, does it have anything on the back? Yeah. Okay. It's good. Okay. I have the. What I've noticed that I put this hat on. I have the biggest head on in all of DFS. Yeah, I was gonna say it did seem like you had a uh, quite a lot of uh, the buttons uh, it's or whatever. It's enormous. Yeah, it's always like I guess now you're giving me the confidence to kind of rock it like this. It always feels like, yeah, you either look like you're a skateboarder or you look like a player on draft night, like wearing their new hat, like after signing with the team. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I've never. Wearing a hat like this. <laughs> Do you think it's going to become like your new identity? I don't think so. Yeah. I really, I really don't. Oh, it does how look about, good. It is good. What do you, really? how do you feel about being a walking billboard for Vegas, Dave? Now I feel great and yeah. uh, couldn't be happier. I, uh, uh, we'll see how, if I win tonight, I don't know. I might have to uh, keep rocking this thing. <laughs> come on willis you got to embrace us on these on our new hats man uh did you wait did you did you end up sending me a vegas dave shirt 
Yeah. Okay. Did it get, did it get there? I don't know. This is the I one I've gotten yet. so far. Oh, no. If it got here, I would be wearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of these days I should do a show. Uh, this might be a good one to do with Spags where I just like go through all of my like fantasy slash DFS props and shirts that I have over the years. I, I probably have like a hundred different things at this point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Keep yeah. All your biggest name stuff. What's your, what does your shirt say? Nerf herder? Yeah. Why? What's wrong? Oh, no, no. I was just wondering. Yeah. Just, uh, man, you're, you're shilling for, uh, for Disney, Not... for Vegas Dave. Yeah. I don't know if Star Wars and Vegas Dave, I don't know if they go together. Maybe I shouldn't have worn this shirt. Do you think Vegas Dave has ever seen Star Wars? He's like, I guarantee he's like, Star Wars for pussies. Star Wars for pussies. <laughs> Something like that, you know? Vegas Dave, man, he's had, I mean, his Bitcoin call is just starting to look incredible now. I mean, what I we're know, up to six, almost 64 K here. And that was really risky at the time when it was 59,999 <laughs> when he called that. <laughs> yeah. And I love now he's getting all these photoshops of him with his single Bitcoin. He owns, <laughs> I got to pull most, up the one today. I think the What's more that? people make fun of him, the more people make fun of him. Like the more he's like, okay, this bit's working. I'm going to stick with it. Oh, I get, I guarantee that's how he defines his success, his success. Let's see. You got to give him credit. Okay. He does not. Uh, what does he get? He's got his daily. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is the one you had retweeted earlier today. Um, all right. Once it hits 100 K, it's off to the rocket ship. Everyone said I was too late for the party at 50K. What do you think it will hit tomorrow once Coinbase? Also, the, the one t- when something is one word, he loves making it two words. Uh, Coinbase, he thinks it's like actually a base. Like, like a, like a, like a, where they store the base. physical coins. <laughs> yes. The Coinbase. It's like four hacks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is this thing? And then it's, I fucking told you, uh, holding his bags in his single big, I swear to God, he thinks it's still a physical Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. I, 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 I joke about that. There's, he can't really, can he? I, I think he has to, I think he bought one Bitcoin and now he's just so excited for it to get to a hundred K. (laughs) <laughs> I would love to I would love to hear Vegas Dave talk about the fundamentals of Bitcoin and why he why he believes in it. I'd like to listen to him talk about anything outside of sports. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know if we can do another Vegas Dave show. I mean we did he no, is mentioning no, I, we that ship has sailed. What the Vegas Dave ship? Uh, yeah, I just don't know if I can do another hour-long Vegas Dave show. No, 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 I agree. I, I literally just went outside, and, and there was my the box was there. I cracked it open. Hey, my Vegas Dave hat got here early. I put your hat on Twitter, and uh, it's it's been some real good clickbait here. We got Nelson, uh, who came over here. You know, click-through rates on YouTube links from Twitter are, are not very good, but I throw a picture of Brian in his new hat, and... His milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Looks good, right, guys? I left the uh, sticker on there. It, that, that's the that's the pro move. You got You got You got to leave the sticker on. Yeah. Is it is it on top? Oh, you left all of them on there. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. 
Um, yeah, I saw you when I, they came on the Vegas Dave one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to get this hat PSA graded, and so you definitely want to leave the uh, the stickers on. This hat cost $87, and it was worth every penny. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that much. I'm kidding. It was probably like 35 right? I think it was like 26 Okay. All right. It would be because Vegas Dave's whole thing, like with it. Oh, can you turn down your speakers a little bit? I'm getting an echo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, his whole thing is like, you know, these fancy purses and stuff, but he was way too lazy to actually go for like high end boutique merchandise because it would have been funny if he was selling like $450 snake skin shirts or something. Yeah. He should, he should have had one item like that to like, yeah, stick with his brand. All right, let's yeah. stop talking about Vegas Day. This is just a bit. That's <laughs> just a bit. Okay, so it is uh, PayPal My Money DFS does confirm that you can buy a fraction uh, of a Bitcoin. So okay, news to me. So then we did have the uh, the Coinbase IPO today. The the Coinbase uh, was absolutely ripping. I think it was at like four hundred twenty dollars earlier. I don't know what it's at uh, now. Have you been monitoring those movements? Yeah, it was at four thirty four, and then it dropped over a hundred. Really, the euphoria stage uh, fell out, and then it went back up after hours, like a couple bucks. But yeah, not good. I haven't. I discovered. Um, well, I, I mean, I knew I had it, but uh, a couple weeks ago, I remembered that I had bought a decent amount of Binance Coin, the BNB, um, like way back during the first, you know, shitcoin run. And uh, man, that I, I think I got it at like twenty or thirty bucks at the time. It's up to five forty-seven right now. And I think because of kind of the similar Coinbase euphoria of everyone saying like, "This is what Coinbase is doing." What happens if uh, you know Binance ever IPOs? Um, but yeah, I'm definitely uh, pretty excited about my BNB these days. Uh, that sounds yeah, pretty tasty. Twenty pretty to five hundred. Did you uh, did you really ape in back then? Are you looking at a nice uh, house? It, it, uh, no, not quite a house. Not not quite a, a car. A, a okay. car though. Yeah. Um, See, that's so why that, you got to ape into these things. <laughs> the thing was, is I had like literally, I've done it twice now since the shitcoin run, um, where I basically had to do a full crypto audit of where all my coins were at because you know some of them I I knew, but then others. I had a lot on Binance and then they spun off into Binance US and made you do the KYC stuff where they were like, if you can't, you know, show your, if you show that you're in the United States, you need to be on Binance US. And they basically started doing the, uh, the clock countdown. So I had to get all my assets over there, but some of the assets didn't have compatibility on Binance US. So like Monero, which I had bought on the regular Binance, then I had to download a Monero wallet and run a node and do all of this stuff just to get my coins off. And it was it was massively stressful. Instead of selling? Oh, because they wouldn't let you sell it. Yeah. They, would they let wouldn't let me they, they wouldn't let me do anything except pull it off to a private wallet. Mm. Uh, which I guess is the whole point of the privacy coins, but Oh, I right. was just speculating. I wasn't like trying to like send money for illegal goods. I think Monero, if, if this, uh, if, if this, uh, this whole integration works into wall street and, and the state's okay with it and everything, I think those, those, uh, privacy coins could, could get a bump because it's yeah. so easy to track Bitcoin on once they have your card and then, they'll require Coinbase to give them records, you know, even more so than they do now. And 
I feel trap. like you at you as the uh, the the big libertarian, you have to love these privacy coins. Yeah, well, I mean, I I kind of figured Bitcoin was like that when I first kind of got into it. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's that de- it's definitely not. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see like Coinbase going public seven years later, and then you know, and it's it's getting it's on CNBC constantly, so it's so accepted that I don't know. I think they could they could do some. They're going to do some regulation. Something's going to happen. Yeah. I think in the DeFi space too. But like once they once they can track you, like you could probably get it off on the Monero from, from your, your Bitcoin. Yeah. Might be a way to do it. And then back onto a, a new wallet <laughs> or yeah. something. So you could probably still stay in there and just use Monero. But I think somebody – I mean, and also this is this is kind of just like the underground market, really. Well, but it's pretty pretty big. Yeah, I, I could see Monero doing well. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna make a note every year to log into my Monero wallet so I remember how to do it. Um, this is a good question from Paul, and it was something we kind of talked about when Top Shot was really pumping about how. Top Shot was so attractive to a lot of smaller stakes DFS players because you do put a lot of time in, like Paul's saying here, for a small return. Whereas when the market is pumping, you know, it's it's much easier uh, to feel like a winner. So do you, I mean, obviously your thoughts um, are probably different from where Paul's coming from just because you're playing higher stakes. Your thoughts are also probably different in that you've had, if I recall correctly, a couple big scores of late. But what what do you think about this? Yeah. I was just thinking about this, actually. One of the things for guys who are currently playing, I think, um, and I was praising you during the football season that you do so well, is bankroll management, I think, is so important now because the edge is so small. Like, you can't just ape in, you know, to the 4,400 for 15, you know, whatever, 10 buy-ins or something and just make it back, you know, within a couple months. I think those days are, or like, you know, being pretty darn sure you're going to, you're going to win. I think those days are, I think those days are gone. It's it, like, I don't know. I think it's like a recreation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's so many tools out now too, where you can, you can be a recreational player and you're not dead. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say it's all, yeah, it's all right. I don't know if like people who want to like who are like working and hate their job and they want to be DFS, like yeah, maybe one percent of you can pull it off. But I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would bank on it. Yeah, and it's one of those things too. If you are playing, you know, smaller stakes, I mean, you you have to really really love the process of researching DFS, making your lineups reviewing your lineups, reviewing your process, um, you know, even just watching the sport, you know, staying on top of things, the news, like you have to love that process. Otherwise I just imagine, cause I know I would, I would burn out so quickly because I don't love all of those elements, um, for all of DFS. So it's kind of like anything, right. Where it's like, yes, you can have an edge, but if the stakes you're playing at aren't high enough, that edge might not be worth the time and emotional investment you're putting into it. Yeah. That's definitely be possible. And it, it depends on who you are. Just like you, like you said, like if you are into it, 
Like these are things that you're like totally into. Now, some people can be totally into it and they just, they just won't have what it takes, you know, for one reason or another. But like, yeah, if you are into like spreadsheets and stat research and you know, it does help to know the players and stuff, even though yeah, I joke that it doesn't, but it does help. So like, if you are really, really into it, you know, and you, and you work hard, you obsess. I think a lot of the, being good at stuff for me anyways, throughout my life, things I've gotten good at, it's just because I have like this weird obsession gene or something wrong with me. And I just go hardcore 24 seven. And I usually last like four or five years and then I'm done with it. I never do it ever again. <laughs> it's weird. Well, and that's, I mean, you could say that about anything, right? Like just having a natural curiosity about something is by far the best way to learn. And I think we all can think back to examples of being in school with a subject we didn't care about. And we probably could get better grades if we wanted, but we just had no motivation versus you find a project or a thing that captivates your attention in the lengths you will go to be good at something. You know, there's been so many times back when I was editing more videos where I would spend, you know, four hours learning how to do an effect just because I knew I wanted to do this effect in the video. And now I had to learn it. And I was excited to track it down and learn how to do that all because I just had a natural curiosity. But if someone just like, Hey, you need to learn this thing and you don't care about it. I mean, that's the most painful thing in the world. Yeah. And I also think you can't change it. I really don't like, I don't think you can be like, I'm going to be interested in this now. I like, I'm a determinist on most every topic like that. And I don't think you have a choice. It's like, cause you could just, you could be, you know, you can make as just as much money. I don't know, whatever on the stock market or something or, or just a business or, you know, there's a million ways, YouTube, there's a million ways to make, to make money. Right. Without like working for the man or something. But yeah. like, if you have no interest in it, like you're going to, you, I, I mean, I would guess like 99% of people aren't going to do well at all. And I don't really think you have any control over whether you're, you have interest in it. I've had that conversation with people, you know, that there's lots of people who are like, Oh, I want to do, you know, content creation full time, or I want to be a fantasy analyst full time. And there's this glorification of whatever they view as getting to the top of the mountain or succeeding, whether that's a full-time job. And they say, you know, I'm going to grind and I'm going to do all this grunt work, things that I don't actually like. And then the carrot at the end, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow will be this like great job and stuff where it's all the, you know, peaches and roses. But the, the reality is it's whatever you're good at, the grind, that's what someone's going to pay you to do, right? Like if you're really good, if you're a news hound and you were just so good at undercovering all these news, but you're like, someday I'll just get to be on podcasts and not have to do this again. It's like, no, you're going to get noticed because you're really good at finding news and someone's going to want you to keep doing that. So just that continual reminder to me of like the stuff you're doing, you better have fun doing it. You better enjoy it because there's just more of that to come. Like, it's not like there's going to be a shift and be like, oh, now you get to, you know, just sit on your throne and, and not do any work. Yeah. There's also like a surprise element. When I started working in minor league baseball after I graduated in, with sports management degree, and that's what I wanted to do was work in baseball. Uh, I was like awful. I hated it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I don't get have time to watch the game. Like back then I actually wanted to watch the games. And uh I'm like, this is this is this was a giant mistake. And that was like the only reason I went to college too, is like I, I could care I, I I had no interest in going to college. It was mainly just like to get my mom off my back. Yeah. 
Well, I, I don't think I'm the first person to have that epiphany of, you know, I wish now I had, you know, four years of time where I could go like hand select various topics, trades, skills that I wanted to go take courses in for four years. Like to me, that sounds so fun right now, whether it is, you know, video editing or learning about cryptography or how to, you know, speak Mandarin or develop, you know, be a developer, like all these things that would be really fun to just try to, to learn that I have more curiosity about now, where back then I just, I had zero curiosity about a lot of these things. I've had the same, same thought, like, oh man, what would I do differently? But honestly, I'd probably just go to the university of Wisconsin and party. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that you can't put you can't put a price on that. I don't think anyone has regrets of partying too much. That's college. all college is. That's all schooling is. A bunch of fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, did did you did you uh, do we answer Jake's question? Yeah, I was actually just gonna pull this up. Yeah. Look at that profile picture of Jake. What a hunk. A handsome guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you wanna? I, 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 I thought you were, <laughs> I, you're the, I haven't max entered, uh, since, I don't know. I can't even remember the last time I max entered something. I, well, I just did a video on this, Jake, kind of that like the last video I did was a bankroll one. And I think now with the, uh, the payout structures and DFS, like most people should not be max entering most contests, like the synopsis of that anyways was most people probably shouldn't. And like, you could just do quick math to like, just divide the top prize. Well, first of all, you see the, see the gap between first place and second place. And the wider that gap is, the closer it gets to um, being like a winner take all. And if we're doing winner take all hundred K to first, like you need a massive bankroll, massive, massive bankroll, probably like $2 million or something. What if you're trying to win a crypto punk as a bit in a PGA golf contest? <laughs> yeah, that's different. Okay. Yeah. There's, and also, you could do people you could do whatever you want. I, I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. Saying, I, like, I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, the closer it gets, so, so the closer it gets to winner take all, like, you could be justified in just entering one or two. And, like, with the skill level shrinking, the argument of, oh, well, you're losing so much edge by not max entering because if you enter each one, well, that's only if you know you have an edge on each lineup. And the better lineups that get entered into these contests, the worse your 150th is and your 149th and so on and so forth. And maybe the worse you are and you shouldn't be entering those. Maybe you only have 50 in you or something like that. So if it's a flat structure, with a decent uh, payout to first. So you're getting like 10 to one on the first place prize and the gap between first and second. Isn't, uh, isn't huge. Isn't getting near winner take all levels. I, then I would definitely max enter it. You probably still should at this point. And like Jake, for sure. He, you know, he, he, he's definitely in that skill group where he should be max entering that type of type of thing. But I don't, I mean, I don't think there's any shame. And especially in like the $20 ones, Jake, or like, those mid stakes ones, a lot of times they'll do like hockey's hockey's uh, uh, payouts are smaller, but because that's what Jake plays. But he plays a lot of baseball too. So like the baseball ones, like the one today was pretty good. The eight eighty eight dollar one was like twenty k to first, ten k to second. Like that one's fine. Like I didn't max enter that though. I did. I did. I did under two grand, ten to one. So that wasn't a full max enter. So like I mean, ten to one's about like that's about where I'll go. Uh, 
and then and then whatever the math works out there, that's that's what I'll enter. The fifteen dollar, the ten dollar, the eight dollars, like th- that hundred k to first ones, I pretty much always max enter them, even if they're a little. But I have a, a pretty big bankroll, so like it's not the end of the world. But I don't think there's any problem with someone entering fifty or seventy five or hundred even in those. But sometimes the payout structure is really good, and it's like a flat payout structure where it's like let's say. 100k to first, 75k to second, or just you know divide that down like 10k to first, 7500 to second. Like you got to be max entering those. I would say. Otherwise, you shouldn't be playing probably because you're, you're do- a huge dog. And then if you're a huge dog, you should just. I did a video on this one too, one of my first ones. Just enter a couple. Yeah. Is that? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. And people are going to check out uh, that video here. Um, I think Mike brings up a really good question here. Do you feel like your strategy will change now that you have that Vegas Dave hat? Probably. Um, we'll see how. Uh, well, if I had this hat on, I probably won that CryptoPunk because I did enter that. How did you that. did you max enter it? No, I did two, I think. OK, yeah, I saw yeah. Uh, who had a bunch in there. CSU had a bunch. Osmo, I think it's Osmo might have capped it. I don't like max entering winner take alls. Yeah, like also with the um, I've never done these before, uh, but everyone seems to like them. The uh, qualifiers for the championships, right? In each sport, they have the qualifiers every day for championships. Yeah, like, I wouldn't max enter those. <laughs> I mean, there is there is overlay a lot of the times, but whatever. You still get that overlay, and you're like one, two, three en- en- entries into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and obviously, like if you're a pro, a pro, you know, do whatever that, do whatever you're doing because you're probably doing well. Don't listen to me, but I'm saying like more for that, like people who aren't sure how good they are. Or, yeah. Have you? Uh, are they running a lot of qualifiers right now for MLB? Do you fire at those? Um, I I historically I've never fired at them. All the last few months, I've been throwing a couple in. Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting. I wonder what the action will be like once it they they get back into scheduling more live finals. As they, I imagine those kind of first blowout live finals, like post coronavirus, where everyone's thinking of, oh my god, I've been inside for eighteen months and I want to go party with DFS guys wherever. I, I imagine a decent amount of action on those. Um, I haven't been checking to see if they're filling. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, uh, I, that's are, people are clamoring. That's that's still my thing. Like I, you know, I, I'm all about the, you know, the experiences and stuff. So I would definitely willingly sacrifice some EV just to uh, try to bank a slot at a live final, just because I think that'd be so fun. Yeah, yeah, everyone's different. <laughs> I know you. I know you're not. You're not like me. I just you would have go. fun at a live final. I probably wouldn't go. Yes, you would. If I went, lulls, lulls hits. If ever, yeah. If ever, if people were going, then I would go. Yeah. Um, I never thought like because I didn't know anybody a year and a half ago. So like, well, I guess I knew Alex a little bit, but like, like who the hell am I gonna hang out with down there? So it's like anybody. Hey, there was one in Chicago. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Actually, I think it, I think it might have been last year, and it got canceled because of COVID. But um, I was like, if I even get in this, I probably won't even drive, take an Uber down. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some of the uh, the, the fan experience stuff uh, that they get looked pretty cool. You know, the I always hear Pete's story. You know, they played uh, who did they play horse with? Uh, who was it? Oh, Julius yeah. Irving or yeah? I hate that shit. They stopped asking <laughs> me to. <laughs> They're you like, want to go on the field of the Wrigley and play catch with a player? I'm like, no. You're such a curmudgeon, man. Am I? Am I ten years old? You are no. Don't do this. Everyone, everyone watching the chat would would die to go have one of those experiences, and you're just thumbing your nose at it. I'm not thumbing. My, that's how I actually feel. You're welcome to feel however you want, chat. I I, <laughs> I don't think. I think uh, wearing another man's name on your back is reserved to high school girlfriends. Do you? And children. You, no, that's not that's not what I'm hinting at. Do you like traveling in general? Not really. Yeah. No, so yeah. have you have you ever have you ever done much traveling? Have you been I to tra- Europe? I traveled or? to uh this is just reminding me to Boston for the um, NFL opener DK invite. Okay. And this dude uh was trying to like sleep on my lap and i got the the back i got the back row (laughs) my buddy and my brother came with me and they're just sitting across they were in the other the other side of the aisle just laughing at me and um (laughs) this guy was crazy i don't want i don't want to get in trouble so i won't say anything about him but he he was trying to sleep on my lap like the whole time and it was that last row and i'm like uh, i'm like about six one and i don't know if you ever slept in the last row of one of these planes and you're just like cramped in there you can yeah. barely move and that was the way there and the ride home i was hung over as, as i think i stayed up till like six in the morning and then had to do lamps and lock was 11 okay so but did you have fun at the live event save for the travel mishaps um yeah you didn't you didn't so. you didn't have any enjoyment meeting putting faces to these names that you've battled in the dfs streets i met random dudes two <laughs> random guys who were cool and we drank and they because they were drinkers so they drank with us the whole night see you did have a good time you don't want to admit it you had a good time yeah no but i can have i it's drinking and going out with buddies I could do that. I can have a good time that anywhere. It's, it has nothing to do with a live final. Okay. It wasn't uh, a live final anyway. It's just like a little opening ceremony right. party. How about how about you? How about I buy a percentage of your live uh, final action, and then I get to go to the live final uh, if you win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, could, we could do that. We'll work. We could work something out. We could work something out. Um, I'll definitely send you in my stead to play catch on the field. If you want to do something like that, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, is this, I, I'm now confused if this is the clairvoyant who won the man's auction because really? then this, this clairvoyant was in my comment section saying, who's this clairvoyant. Okay, and well, now I'm what confused. Did we, what did we do then clairvoyant? Yeah. I'm trying to think, I can't remember the names. Uh, you can't remember who you hung out with. Well, oh, I know, might, I know the real. Yeah, I mean, do we hang out all next? We hang, hung out with two dudes. Did you hang out with Eric Chan? That's the clairvoyant that the man's met yesterday, who plays DFS. Okay, it is. It is. It is Claire. 
So have you have you hung out with Eric Chan at uh, DFS events? No. Okay. We? Well, it's he Eric says he Chan? does. Wow. Oh, he says he just met in passing. Well, we met in passing. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. See, Eric, we're, we're bringing Eric out of his shell. He's starting to make a name for himself. He made a big purchase, burst onto the scene. You recognize his, his handle from DFS, right? Yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it yet. So that means that you've still got a few, you know, Millie makers in you. Yeah. I have no, uh, Eventually, once I start hating a name, like, oh, yeah, I, I, I know that name. I know that fucking name. They, what, what is that? What DFS name right now do you hate the most when you see it? DFS isn't as bad as poker was. Poker yeah. was the worst. Did you have that when you, did, when you played cards? No, I mean, I didn't, you I didn't enough? play enough to have someone that I hated like that. Oh, God. Um, give it, give me a DFS name. Who tilts you when you see them up at the top of the leaderboards? DFS. There is somebody I just can't think of it. Um, I can't think of anybody. Damn it! There was somebody the other day. I was like, "Oh yeah, this fucking guy." <laughs> do you do you know Zach? Does it, what song did I sing to you on your birthday? How many of these people uh, in the chat do you know, Brian? What? No. <laughs> uh, My birthday. Empire Maker, Osimo, Whistle Go play uh, GPPs a lot. <laughs> RVX88. <Yeah. laughs> no, RVX88. That does, I mean, it used to tilt you. Now that you guys are BFFs, I don't know if it tilts you as much. <laughs> that run, that run that man went on. Yeah. Oh, forget, sorry. He also got like three seconds or something like that in the millies. Just the, the heater of a lifetime, man. And now uh, the, the whistle goes woo. I, that would it would piss me off. It irritates me a little bit. But Peter's kind of like right of the ship for me on that, where he thinks it's good to have like these kind of personalities, and and he's probably right. So uh, yeah, but like is that guy never played before? Vico v- yeah. nineteen. <laughs> well, this is a thing because you, you know you, you I do legitimately think those those guys are good because the whole idea right is they're they're essentially a, a an organic dfs influencer someone watch a video they're like this guy just gets smashed and is having the time of his life playing dfs that seems like something i would like to do bet a lot of money and uh, on sports and then win and go party uh so yeah you you need whistle go woo guys in the ecosystem and he's uh definitely aped in 
because he yeah. he's been playing everything at every stake too. So he must have just kept that million on his DraftKings account. Yeah, it'd be interesting to uh, to see how much of it is left. <laughs> uh, he's he wins. I mean, he still wins. He does. I think he does pretty well. He was. Yeah, he's he's probably a lot sharper than he came came off in that video when he was twelve drinks deep. <laughs> he would he, the the levels he's playing. If he wasn't winning, he'd be he he would like easily half of that would be gone, and he's got to pay taxes. All of it would be gone. Yeah, yeah, and he was. Uh, I saw him up the at the top of the the punk leaderboard there for a while. Uh, I I had said he was the only guy I'd be willing to lose a punk to. He also plays all the sports now too. Wow, man, he's playing NHL too. Jake says, "Wow, binked an NHL early slate the other day." That's how you know you're a D-Gen. NHL early yeah, slate? Yeah. yeah, and I don't remember his name before. Did I, maybe I just missed it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you remember who won the punk? I forget. I think it, I saw the username, but I didn't recognize it. After I'm out of an event, I'm like, I just, I, I just go back for spite. Like, what asshole won this? Who got lucky? Well, we were talking last week with Matt. You said you were a little overextended relative to what you'd normally put in did you end up scaling back and how did masters go for you um no i lost i lost yeah i played i played too much it wasn't too bad um i could i mean i was in it and sunday just didn't go my way at all like if sunday was halfway decent i probably would have uh, come close to breaking even so i probably lost 60 percent 55%. Okay. Of everything. The classic I broke even, huh? We've all heard it. No, I lo- I didn't I was under okay. even. Lost okay, I did. I lost 50. All right, all right. Okay. I guess I can believe you. Uh, <laughs> you, want, you want me to show you? Yeah, can I can you pull up your roto tracker? I'm proud Can't of trust it. You. <laughs> and what what was your what were your two binks cuz you've had 200k binks in the past few weeks, right? Uh yeah, I've been I've been getting lucky. I did baseball, baseball, and then and the NBA. I think were the three. Okay, all right. So it's is this uh this, that that has to be one of your better heaters, right? It's, yeah, pretty good. It, I'll take it for sure. A couple of years ago, I went on one bigger than this, but yeah. Well, you uh, what was your because your football stretch wasn't too hot, right? No, football. The whole COVID thing just was really bad. Yeah, I was doing great in the beginning of last year too. Really, really killing it. And uh, COVID, COVID happened. Didn't play for. Well, we played at League of Legends. Yeah, what I ended percent? up with thirty five percent. We actually wow. did a whole show on that. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah, man. I I think I ended up. I only made a handful of lineups, but I didn't have him in any of them. Um, what did he end up coming in at? In your stuff, thirty five percent. I used them. Uh, no, 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 like what were you about dead even with the field or a little over? A little over, yeah. yeah. So he came, oh, he came in at like 32%, I think, owned in the big one. Okay. Uh, I project him at 30. I felt that was a little low, but. Yeah. And what did I he end up finishing? Really hmm? What did Spieth end up finishing? Uh, he was up there, fifth or yeah. sixth. He was on minus five or something. Yeah. Negative five. Um, I think what we, what I, like uh, the advice I gave out was right. If you think 
that he's like, because all the DFS sites were saying he had like a two and a half, three percent chance of winning. And the sportsbook were saying seven and a half. So if you thought it was two and a half, you should have completely faded him. If you thought it was seven and a half, you should play him like at least even. If you thought the projections were off and he was going to be like 37% owned, you probably should fade him. If you thought it was like 30, then you should play him. It's yeah. like, I, th- I really felt like he was right on the cusp. Yeah. And uh, he, and I, I had him for like eight, 6% chance of winning 30% ownership. So I was on the high end of winning and the low end of ownership. And so he made it in. Yeah. I feel like your, your process though, like a year ago, I just feel like in golf, those guys that were garnering that kind of ownership were closer to full fades for you. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of noticed that when we were talking last week when you said something like that. And I think I, – and I was going to say, like, like I faded a ton of guys, though. And it's like there's only so many guys you can fade. Um, yeah. And I had him at 30. Like, you, I think you had him at, what, 33 or something, 34? Yeah. Which it, It's not going to change things significantly, but it, it definitely changes things. Yeah. Um, and so I faded Finau. Um, Shoffley was the one that really hurt me. I faded Shoffley. Uh, I faded a whole bunch of those guys. Uh, I faded Corey Connors, who was really high owned, and he did well, of course. That hole in one, I was like, Ugh, well, there it goes. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Golf is, man, it is, it is brutal. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I still, I know we've, we've talked about this. I don't, I don't appreciate the golf sweat uh that much i don't think it's that great of a sweat but do you watch golf at all just like all sundays you know just closing for like the bigger tournaments yeah i mean there is two sweats though there's the cut yeah and then sunday so you don't get two sweats on a month i can i can understand that though yeah mma is is a great sweat i was thinking about this with your bankroll but from our earlier talk about wanting to do things this probably isn't going to fly but like we could have done like a Pete bankroll challenge and just seen if we could run you up before football. Yeah. You know, well, run that, you up that, something like 5k or something, and then you don't have to redeposit. That's what Paul was saying too. of people. He was trying to build his role here, uh, for the NFL. Um, but I, I'm, I'm kind of the same with you. Like I have this all in personality, you know, like when, when we, when I got really into league of legends last March, like I was putting in a lot of time into that and now I'm putting all my time into making and producing content. Um, Jake asked, what sports am I playing these days? I mean, I threw a couple lineups in, in PGA. I'll play the random MMA slate, but I, I'm not a DFS grinder. I mean, the only thing I, I grind is uh, NFL DFS. Hmm. Uh, one of the guys in my chat ripped 30K on the Masters. There you go. Okay. Oh, somebody recommended Mark Levin as someone we hate. No, I don't. He doesn't. I don't hate him for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think you re, you respect the guys who I think you feel like you kind of understand their process or you know what kind of level they're operating on. I feel like you normally it's it's when you find out someone doesn't do their own modeling that's winning a lot. That's Maybe. what tilts you. Maybe or a new guy. Like, come on, get out of here, buddy. This is hard enough. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But like back to the bankroll, the bankroll challenge. And I, yeah. was, I was 
thinking it up, mulling it over a little bit. I'm like, I can't figure out, like, how would we get him up with your schedule? Oh, I thought you were going to say with, it's like, with his, how would with Peter's DFS skills could we build a bankroll? <laughs> not your skills necessarily, but your um, time, because you could probably just grind the under fives, under five dollars. Yeah, you could, you could, you could shop. You know what I would probably do? I'd probably get off of DraftKings and play on Super Draft and Yahoo. Yeah, that's always your advice for me. I, I actually probably should do that for. Do they are are they do they have pretty full offerings? Is Yahoo doing a bunch for all these other sports? Does Yahoo have MMA? They do not. They just okay. have golf. Let me look right now. Yeah, NBA, MLB, golf, NHL, and then NFL and soccer, which aren't live. Yeah, yeah, just the main ones. Super Draft does have MMA. Yeah, I know. I know you're right. That that is ultimately what it's just like. Yeah, that's still a grind though. Like, it, it, there's really nothing you could do except bank. <laughs> yeah, except just bank a twenty man or something. Well, the the nice thing for me with PGA and MMA is I kind of know what my process is going to be. I just have to update uh, my sheets and I don't have to be grinding a bunch of news, you know, other than like the MMA fights getting scratched last minute. And I can just come in, do it. I know it'll probably only take me an hour. I can't do that for MLB or NBA or or all that stuff. It's too dynamic. Uh, Um. I feel like there's way more edge in MMA than PGA. Yo, yeah. Way, way more. Um, PGA is like, I don't know. It's like getting, it's like football, except with more randomness. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe football, you, there's, cause there's more noobs. It's probably not a good comparison, but. Well, I feel like in golf, because there's so many options, even if you take stands, like there, there isn't the anti-fragility in golf. Like if you fade that, like you still have to hit your other things. Whereas if you take the anti-fragile stand in MMA and everyone else fails, you stand to gain a ton, um, by hitting like the underdog way more so than you would in golf. Yeah. It's, it's the, um, it's the dupes too. Please it's, don't talk about the dupes. I know, I know. Don't dupe me and don't talk about dupes. To, don't talk about dupes, bro. Uh, come on, Pete. You don't want to grind NBA setting lineups 10 seconds before lock. No. Right. I tried this like four computer, years ago. And stay on your computer until 10. I'm 10 not, I'm not built for that no shit. Injuries. Especially I, after like sitting at your computer all day and then to like extend that. And then you you're wanting to sweat it, and then you're needing to do late swaps. It, it's like, I I, not, I I would lose my marriage. It's lame. It's lame. Like I was gonna take a take a shower before the show, and <laughs> then uh, Morris got ruled out, and I'm like, well, there's 14 minutes before the lineup. I have to get these lineups in. Can't take that shower, so I had to get those lineups in, and then go. It's it's annoying, and it's like, oh, should I wait? before the next lamps get announced and you have, you have to late swap. You have to in the NBA now, like you should have been doing it before, but now you definitely have to. Is your guy, is your guy still, um, cause you had, uh, solicited a news hound. Um, it, uh, do you still have that gone? Rot- Rotor grinders poached them from me. Are you serious? 
Uh, yeah, you got a gig at Roto Grinders. Whoa! Wow! Look at that. It did. Did he come to you to uh, with a chance to match it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. They offered him more than the zero I was paying him. So. <laughs> wow! Come on, Brian. You got to retain your employees. That's true. I hey, he's going to get way more exposure with Roto Grinders than than with me. So yeah, and that, that's well, what he was looking for, anyways. Yeah, well, it's it's good. So you're so you're in the hunt for another one. If anyone's no. watching, you, you you're done with it altogether. <laughs> you're done with a free, unpaid news hound. Um. Yeah. Well, I I also like you could build. We talked about this, Pete. You could get build those, uh, the code out on Discord to have it automated. Yeah. And I was like, I'd probably just do that if I really wanted to. Yeah. What's the deal uh, with your app these days? My my uh, part of my site's been down for like a week, and they just finally fixed it, and so they're like two months behind. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it should be out uh, hopefully in the next week in Top Shot Beta. Okay, and is Top it going to be an beta. actual app or just like a mobile interface? It's going to be uh, a Chrome extension. Oh, okay. And uh, you'll have to download it on my uh, website because Chrome denied me. Wow. Because they don't allow gambling. Right. Even though Rotogrinders has a very similar yeah, very similar app. So, so uh, tell I, me again I, the kind of the functionality that. of it, of the, the extension. It's it's gonna have like a whole bunch of sports betting things like like auto open the sites and keep them open because they get um you get kicked off of them after yeah. like 10 minutes of delay, so it hurts when you're trying to live bet. It's going to eventually have like arbitrage alerts and um, steam, steam chasing and stuff uh, based off of, you know, some offshore books. And um, it's going to have like um, overlays on the actual site. So you could see uh, what I'm trying to do is I actually have to talk to uh, I want to talk to Cardi and I talked to CSU like a couple months ago about this too, but getting uh getting their data and then integrating it with my app where uh you could do it already by just copying and pasting mm. but making it uh seamless with like an api yeah in an auto updates and stuff like that so um, like with the notifications and stuff is that through the chrome extension or that would be like an email service addition no to like it? it'll pop up on your on your uh your computer like no uh whatever the braves line just moved you know 30 cents from bookmaker and then you got like whatever 30 seconds or a minute and a half to go bang to go hit it at the american books because they just copy them right and this is going to all be automated it's not like you're putting in any manual stuff to it no it'll all be automated yeah yeah it'll all be automated Nice. What what uh what's the price point gonna be? Twenty five bucks. A month or one month, time? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I figured so, that's, about, that's about right. Yeah, I mean it's if you're playing I mean if your unit size, I would say is I mean what? You you you'd have to be like a two to three dollar like unit size for that to not probably be worth it if you're uh yeah, high well, volume. I can figure most people ten bucks or whatever will if you bet enough that'll be fine. But it's also like it's it's for it's for people who know what they're doing, kind of. Jake wants you to raise the price. 
Jake should be my marketing director. Um, it's it's for people who like know <laughs> spreads and steam tracing and arbitrages and stuff like that, and and use DFS data, right? Like like you could use Autumn Osimo's numbers, yeah. plug them in there, and it'll price it for you and populate it right on the site. You don't have to go anywhere. And I think eventually, like I have I have like things I I want them to do, but they take so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing that there will be no picks. Like you'll have to use establish the run or Derek Hardy's or blah, blah, blah. You have to use their information or make your own. So I do have mine. I'll put mine up there. Um, uh, but that will be the, of just one option. If you want if you want to use it. Cause I mean, I use, I use it for myself. So that was the whole idea it was just for me. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, this is pretty awesome. And you could use other people's info. What are, what are we calling it? Do you have a name for it? Yeah, sportsbook HUD. HUD, okay. Like the old poker HUDs? Yeah. Okay, I like it. It's clean. Is it going to have a logo? It does. Okay. All my, right. my brother popped one out for me. There you go. <laughs> like, like a small child just popped out a logo for you. That's how he yeah does his art. There you go. It's a very new wave. Nice. Well, dude, that's uh that's exciting. I'm excited to uh to see that bad boy in action. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You are gonna lose customers, it sounds like, without any guarantees. <laughs> Maybe we can we can do a Lulz launch party for it and uh we can do some screen share and, and see how it works. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can give away Vegas Dave apparel. No, maybe we shouldn't do that. We have to figure out a line, a line we have to draw with giving him money and giving him clout. How much do you think if you went to Vegas, Dave, and you're like, okay, look, I just made um, this new, it's the Sportsbook HUD. It's my new uh, extension. It helps, you know, sports bettors make informed decisions. And we need an influencer, someone very beloved in the sports betting industry. How much would it take, Vegas, Dave? Uh, for me, Brian Hooper, to kind of make you the key influencer for my new Chrome extension. What do you, what number do you think he gives you? Two million. Let, yeah, I, I was gonna say like if he was like you said you need to do at least you know ten social media posts about it and a couple podcasts or whatever talking about it. He'd yeah. Probably quote you two million. He'd be like, well, I have three point five million Instagram followers. They're all real, obviously. <laughs> yeah i would love to know what uh vegas dave thinks a hud is um yeah maybe maybe he's not the best strategic partner for you i would love i would love to see what that that sounds like a good um uh laden thanks actually yeah what vegas dave charged for his services um i would just i would like to see that you do know like he I, you never see any brands working with him, right? Like, can I mean, maybe I'm not the authority on Vegas Day, but I never see him doing paid sponsorships. Like, I don't think any company wants to work with him. He says ESPN in his Twitter bio. Well, he was like, he also says Showtime, right? And he was like, in that documentary was portrayed very, uh, in his words, unfairly, but he still touts it as a credit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'd be down for that? Like, let's say, let's say whatever the money was we could pay, we could afford it. 
where he promotes us constantly, like that we're the best, and we just shit on him relentlessly. Yeah, I mean, I, like I that's think the whole, the whole dynamic. Yeah, I just like it's so like absurd, like that he puts those in his credits. But if you watch it, they're just making fun of them. Uh, I feel like this is like a chance for you to do like a very uh, um, cancelable like analogy. It would be like if like Timothy McVeigh like put you know, Oklahoma city bo- uh, bombing, like in his resume, you know, where it's like, no, no, like that's not something that, you know, you want to be broadcasting, but Vegas is Dave's like, check me out getting called a scammer on showtime. <laughs> what, 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 what would you think he would charge you? I think, I think for that, let, let's actually simplify it. Let's say like five social media posts. Let's say like two tweets and three Instagram posts. I bet, I bet he'd try to charge you a hundred thousand dollars for that. You're saying every day or just once? A one-time, like hundred thousand oh. dollar five social media posts over the course of like two weeks or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, or he'd be like, you know, two bitcoins. <laughs> and you'd be like, well, actually, Vegas Dave, a uh, hundred thousand dollars would be about one point uh, four Bitcoin. And you'd go, what? you're going to cut one of the Bitcoins in half. (laughs) Um, Yes, Jason. um, Not that, not that we know. As far as you know, Jason. Yeah. This is, this is where the show heats up. Once we get into these, these analogies. Um, Oh, here's, here's what Blaine, Blaine says in my, uh, my YouTube chat. um, uh, Tennis. Uh, What about it? for like the challenge yeah like your bankroll challenge yeah that's what i would do i agree with them play um, tennis on DraftKings. yeah and i have a good model i just never do it how and what what's the uh like tennis dfs schedule like are there that's why i don't do it because it's, it's so like, infrequent it's yeah in the morning it's like also monday mondays is like the big day or something like that and i'm like done with the weekend all the I taking a break Monday morning. Yeah. But yeah. I'd be I'd be interested. I'd I'd talk to you about uh some tennis stuff. Yeah, the schedule would work for you. Um probably because it's weird. So it wouldn't be during your podcasting time or whatever during the day. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make a, a resurgence into the DFS yeah. streets. It could be a, a lull segment. We could talk some uh some tennis get us back in the DFS. I'll let you have my model. It's only a hundred thousand dollars for five days use. Oh, I thought you were going to, how about, how about I just become an influencer for you in exchange for your model? (laughs) Just touting my, my tennis model. You, are you going to get merch for the sports betting HUD? Uh, SBH in the Vegas Dave. I didn't even think of it. I am not good. excited about about tennis DFS. Let's go on a what's the next big uh, major? Do we have one coming up? That see, this is another reason why I don't play tennis. Blaine, what's the Blaine? next big, big major? Tennis. Steve, Steve invited me to go to the live final. Did wow. you win one, Steve? Already, Steve, 
Steve, are you watching the same show I am? Brian doesn't want to go. You're supposed to invite me to the live final. <laughs> I'm the one that's going to have fun there while Brian yeah. is just angry because I'll someone fun slept in his I lap. If I know people. Yeah. I'm not, I don't make friends, okay? <laughs> I don't know how to make friends. Brian is like the the cliche from the reality TV show, but at a live final where like DK interviews him and he's just like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win this <laughs> fucking tournament. No, I am uh, here to make friends. I just don't know how, DK. So it looks like we got French a bunch Open. of French Open. Yeah, May 30th. Should that be... And then does DK run contests for all these smaller ones? Barcelona, Open Bank, Sabadell? Yeah, they'll combine them too, which is a pain in the ass. Ooh, that does sound like a pain in the ass. Um, it's not that bad once you have all your stuff set up, but yeah. And all of right. course the names. Because they'll have Enyes and the problem is is there's okay, I guess there's it would be French Open and Wimbledon would be the two big ones before football season started. And then U.S. Open is like right around when the football season's starting. All right, maybe I'll become a tennis DFS bro with your guidance and tutelage. Okay, we got, we'll have to track see what your bankroll is. And <laughs> my bankroll is currently tied up in a lot of digital art projects. No, you had like five hundred <laughs> bucks on there, six hundred bucks on there. I, yeah, no, you're right. That's the spirit of the bankroll challenge, right? We we start yeah. small. Plus right. your whatever remaining crowns you have and. 600 bucks the crowd might be a little you have to do it like um, i get the deposit king can can deposit for a good content that's what i was going to say is you'll just have to be super aggressive with the 600 and if you go broke then just deposit more money yeah that it's that it's maybe brian's model isn't as good as we thought it was definitely. <laughs> uh, all right guys uh hopefully next week my vegas dave merch arrives uh thank you for uh joining us on the lulls experience once again brian any final words here no i don't think so uh what well, i always what do i always say oh yeah download the podcast Please. download the podcast lulls podcast and i keep it's on my to-do list i do want to get um maybe maybe your brother needs to pop out a logo i need to get like a t-shirt friendly version of our logo so we can get lulls uh t-shirts okay yeah, it's, it's going to be hot. Have a copy of the 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 Photoshop one. Oh, the actual file. I have. Uh, yeah, I have it somewhere. I okay. Yes. Somewhere. Send it to me. I might. I might work on that. Um. Or I might. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll have my designer guy give the Lulz logo just a little facelift. Just maybe a little facelift. Unless you're unless you're married to it. If you if you love yeah. this and you don't want me to mess with it. No, you you're the one who. Uh, who like basically designed this too. Remember like the guy would send it to me. I'd send it to you. Like do this, do that back and forth. I didn't care. I'm like, whatever Pete wants. The, yeah. I mean, we, we, we had the concept. It was uh no toxicity. I'm a Star Wars shirt. I, what do I know? And a Vegas yeah, day. You're a nerf herder. All right. Anyway, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channels. We'll be back next week as we are every Wednesday here on Lulz.
the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.